One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com/pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. G'day, folks, and welcome to Australian UFO Sightings official podcast. I'm your host Anthony Goodall, and you're listening to Encounters Down Under. Here we invite guests on the show to tell us about their encounters with aliens and UFOs. 
where most of our episodes were streamed live from our Facebook page, which gave listeners the opportunity to ask questions to our guests regarding their encounter. If you have had an encounter and would like to be a guest on the show, please get in touch with us. You can send us a message through our Facebook page, Encounters Down Under, or send us an email at australianufosightings at outlook.com.au. Be sure to join us on Facebook and share with your friends and family to help us grow, and hopefully encourage others to come forward with their encounter. If you're an iTunes listener and a fan of the show, why not give us that five-star rating and review, and you could have your review featured on the podcast. But enough of that, let's get into what you've been waiting for. So kick back, relax with your favourite beverage, and enjoy the show. G'day folks and welcome to another episode of Encounters Down Under. We have Tony joining the show to talk about an amazing sighting he'd witnessed with a group of friends whilst flying powered paragliders and was even followed by a strange object. But what makes this even better is that this was a sighting during the day. So please welcome to the show, Tony. Welcome to the show there, Tony. Can you hear us, mate? Hey, how you going? Good, mate. Self, good. Oh, hang on, I'm going to try and change yep. over so everyone can see you. I'm here. Hello. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Watch out. <laughs> You're a little bit out of focus today, yeah. so you might have to move back a little bit if you can. How's that? It might be just the uh, the the, uh, the quality of the video has gone crap or something going on. You're not too yeah. bad, but it's all right. I think you're going to see pretty well. She's <laughs> <Jeez>, right. <laughs> okay. No, mate. Thanks for coming on the show today, mate. Um, I'll hit you up there because you had this awesome experience and I've got a bit of echo going on there. you got got... Um, just turn your volume down a little bit. Yeah. Mate, sorry. yeah, how's that? Let's see how that goes. Yeah. Oh, got a little bit Check. Of, I'm echoing through a little bit, so unfortunately. Yeah, okay. That's all right. Yeah, volume's down on my end. Ah, fuck it. That's all right. Ooh, sorry. We'll be hooking up with it. So, mate, you, know, um, you had an awesome experience. Um, so I got in touch with you. You had an awesome experience there. And look, I just like, I had to get you on the show. Like, this is absolutely mind blowing. But um, you also had some prior experience that as when you were younger. So, if you don't mind, can you run us through your earliest experiences for us? Yeah. So, I was um, probably, I was probably about 12 years of age, just um, finishing off the day at work. So, I went home. No, mum and dad called dinner. I went outside probably about nine o'clock in the night time and I saw this I saw this bright star roughly about yeah, about the horizontal on the horizon. Not up about horizontal. And it was very bright and I thought it was Mars, but it wasn't Mars because it was it was sort of like a ball of fire. But it was really bright bright. And it started off when I got my eye on it, it started off like about here. And then it just went to the right, about 10 centimetres, stopped. And then from there, it went down on that angle. Then it went to the right and it stopped. And then just before I went around to get the binoculars, it shot off, went the opposite direction. It like did a Z, right, yeah. down, across, like a Z. And then it stopped and then just went, boom. and I'm like, whoa. And I just then I just went outside for another hour. I couldn't see nothing else. It was like pretty, pretty intense. That would have been yeah. amazing. So how long did the whole thing like, last for the whole experience? That, that for roughly about 45 seconds to about a minute. So it's decent. It just would have been bang, gone, done. Like, what, yeah. yeah. It incredible. moved quick. Like that last part just from the bottom shot up really quick on an angle on its path and went straight up to the, to the sky and disappeared. 
just like that, like a, like a shooting star. But yeah, no shooting star does a Z in the sky. Yeah, it's really confusing with the whole Z concept. Um, people are going to like report that they're seeing them doing like a Z sort of motion there and then just disappear off them. It's like, what is with the Z motion? Like, <laughs> it's confusing. Yeah, trying to throw, throw people off like that, eh? Yeah, like some people think it's like just to try and grab people's attention and. But there's got to be more to it, I think. It's like some people think it's like kind of recharging up the warp drive or something, you know, so you got to bounce it quickly and sort of, you know, how we got those, um, <laughs> those torches that we sort of, you know, got to do that bit of that motion. But anyway, <laughs> charge them up that way, you know, something with the bouncing back anyway. It's confusing. I suppose we'll never find out what the uh, the real meaning of kind of zigzags are. Nah, that's it, eh? This all still a mystery in my mind, but yeah, the next next one I'm about to tell you, well, it was really mind blowing, but. Yeah, that's. I've only had two experiences in my life. So that the first one with the light, and um, this next one really threw me away. It was like uh, really out of the park. But yeah. Um, yeah. Did you just go through with it or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. It's all yours now. You go for it. You take it. <laughs> all right. So it was on a Thursday night. We uh, finished work. We usually fly power paragliders, so it's pretty much a motor on our backs. And and a, a parachute above our heads, pretty much. So just a powered paraglider. So we run, we take off into the wind, and we go up and we, we fly. Take a couple steps, not, and then pretty much when you run out of fuel, just come down and you land safely. So the most bizarre thing about that is like I, I'm still thinking about it. It's been about two weeks since it happened. I, we flew off, we took off into the wind, around about 7:45 in the afternoon. We're heading into a headwind, heading heading south. Uh, the wind was about roughly about 30 k an hour. So we'll, I was cruising out on a, on a we had a signal Bluetooth communication, and I can hear them like getting ready. And, you know, they were at the, in the park ready to take off. I got I got out to about a two k radius, and uh, they they dropped out of the radios. And I thought to myself, all right, I'll just keep going. It's it's pretty overcast, pretty cloudy. There was a uh, like a, a break in the sky. So you can see after the break on my side of the break, there's clouds. On that side of the break is blue sky. So as I'm flying towards uh, the south, the, the break was ahead of me. I got towards roughly about 4K out. They dropped out of communication. At this point, I thought I'll turn around and go get them because it's you know, the, flight, the flight's not fun without them. So I, as I started the turn, and that's when it, that's when I was so shocked to see what I saw in the sky. There was a large rectangular object, uh, estimating roughly between I'd say eight to twelve meters wide, top to bottom about three meters high roughly, um, and it was roughly like a dog bone shape, rectangular. It was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen, just standing right there in front of me, about two thousand feet away. And when I saw it, I was like shocked, like, what the hell is that? It's not even moving. And at that point, I looked to the left and I saw at least another four or five, probably about, probably 500 feet away from that, a bit more further back. They're hovering around, uh, flying in and out, not in unison, but one going left, one going right. The speeds of these things that were moving in a 30k wind. These were flying into the wind 100 k's an hour, probably faster. And that's just bizarre because, like, you know, a, a, a rectangular object flying into the wind at that speed, that's just, un, it's, 
it's not what we know. You know, 100 k's into the wind going that way, yeah, fair enough, but not that way. And, uh, and I'm thinking, what's going on here? Then I look to my right, and, and I'm looking into the cloud. I can see in the distance these small, dark, like uh, balls, dark balls that were so far, but there was like at least 40 to 50 of these balls coming in and out of the cloud. It's like mothership opened up, <coughs> and then all these balls came out of the mothership through the cloud, <coughs> and I'm seeing millions of them flying backwards and forwards like that, just like an invasion, like mosquitoes coming out of a hole or something, or flies, yeah? And I thought, what the, what is that? Um, I'm, I'm flying here for about five minutes trying to identify what it is. I'm thinking they're UFOs. I'm not sure if they were UFOs, but I thought they were drones. I thought drones. They've got propellers on them. They can cut my wing. I got a bit scared. I thought, okay, hang on. All right. They're not drones because there's fucking 40 or 50 of them there. Someone down below is having drone parties. That's impossible. They're too close together and they could crash. I thought, okay, all right. It's not that. So then I thought, okay, I'm going to get away from this stuff. I'm going to fly back, get away from these things. So I turned further, turned to the left and flight and I flew back in the direction I came from. This this thing, this this large object, the rectangle, is on my right side of my wing. As I'm flying back, it flew over to the left hand side really quick. And I'm like, oh shit, moved quick. And I'm flying back. It's up on my left hand side and it's hovering, it's following me. As I get back to the roughly 2K mark, the other two guys on the radio having a conversation. I break them up. Hey, boys, 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 quick, 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 look at me. Look, what do you see? Quick. And then they reply, what the is that above your wing? They go, I go, I don't know, but it followed me back from back there. And they go, then they said, there's another four above above you, behind you, in a, in a, in a straight, in a line like that, really close together, flying forward and going back like this, like this, going forward and back into the wind and forward into the wind, back like this. But in unison, he thought they were um, like helium balloons. But helium balloons don't usually fly in a bunch close together, a straight line. They're usually in a bunch. Yeah. But And also flying into the wind, cutting back into the headwind, going forward. Hot air balloons don't do that. And he and he's like, oh, shocked to see what the hell that is. I can't understand. And, and how they can fly so quick. So I'm flying back. I get to where they are. This thing has come from my left over to the top of my wing. And at that point, one of the boys go on the radio and they go, why don't you try and chase this thing and go up? I go, if I've got nothing else better to do, why not? <laughs> I'll go up with it, yeah? So I decided to hit the throttle. I squeeze my throttle to give me full power to climb. And I'm going round. And at this point, I'll pull my right brake. So I'm turning to the right and I'm doing a, a, like a turn round and round and I'm going up like this. Now, as I'm going up, Right turn going up, or looking up at this black thing, and this thing is also going round and round and round with me. Same thing, wow. but it's going up with like this, but it's actually going further away from me. And I'm looking at it, and then the boys on the radio they go, "You won't catch it, but it's going faster than you. It's going up." And I go, "All right, I'll just stop because I'm at probably about 800 feet, thousand feet. I can't remember what it was above the ground. Everyone's small on the ground. I'm pretty high." And then I said, "All right, I'll stop." I'm going to, um, I'll come back down again. When I stopped, when I looked up, this thing from whatever height it was, I'd say 3,000 feet, cloud base is about 8,000 feet. From 3,000 feet, 
like that. This thing shoots up like like a bullet, faster than a bullet. I couldn't look like that from here, straight up to cloud base, and then from the clouds at this point, it just climbs, goes back in like that. So up and then in, and it disappeared into the cloud, and that was it. I don't know what happened to the other four behind me. I didn't see what happened, but this thing just disappeared, just shot up like a rock, I'm like like a bullet. Like I'm like whoa, and then the the boys on the on the radio they go. Fuck, did you see how that thing moved, how quick it moved right up? And then the second pilot goes, I'm fucking shocked. I don't know what the fuck that was. I've never seen nothing like that before ever in my life. I'm a skeptic. And when I saw that for the first time, he goes, now I believe it. That's incredible. The world is like UFO. It's un- we aren't identified what that was. It's a flying object, so but it's identified. So, so as I say, the UFO. But this object... How fast they move into the wind is just incredible, and how high they go up, rectangular. It's just yeah, mind boggling, eh? Oh, that's incredible. I'll put the um, the image there of what you sent through to me. Um, for, for yeah. Thought the um on the ship looked like so people just get a bit of an idea what's what it actually looked like. But that's that's yeah. incredible. Um, that thing just following around. Was, like, was it sort of like mimicking your same circular yeah. pattern that you were doing? Yeah, as I'm going, as I'm going like round and then round going up like that. And then I'm looking up as I'm going around because I'm just like going like around in a, like I say, uh, the merry-go-round, yeah? Yeah. As, well, as, you go, as I'm going around, I'm looking up. This thing is doing the same thing. I can see it going around with me. And and even Mick, the boys on radio, they go, it's following you up. <laughs> it's It's going up with you. And I'm looking up thinking, I could definitely see it going up, but it's 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 going further up as so it's actually flying faster. But um the minute that I stopped, probably three seconds later, I had my eye on it, it just went like that. Boom. I'm like, oh, oh my goodness. And then I just it disappeared into the cloud. I went down, I I went to the ground, I landed, and then at that point I just kept on looking at the sky. Half an hour later lapsed and I'm looking at it and the stars come out. And I'm looking at stars thinking, is there any boozing stars out there? No. Nah. And the boys are still taking the piece. They're thinking, no, nah, you're never going to see it again. You're never going to see it. Let, just let it go and come up again. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm in shock right now, boys. I'm sorry. It's, yeah. This is hitting me more than them. You know, it's like, you know, that's not what I see every day, especially the way they move, man. So, so, so fast. You know? It's my I wish, I wish I had my camera on me. I swear. I had the phone on me. They're not like just before I took off, and I got the call from uh, the doctor. I'm all good, cool. And then, um, they had to put a trailer locked. I said, I'm not, not gonna need this, I just need my GoPro, talk to the other boys, and go for a flight. And then, on that flight, I thought, I'm never gonna see, I never think I was gonna see like this UFO in the sky. It was like, just the, you know, you just don't expect it. I didn't expect it, like, it's gonna go for a fly, come back, like we did every other time. And all of a sudden, I see these black things in the sky, and I thought, now. Now this is this is bizarre. One of the pilots had his camera on him, his phone, but he didn't take any photos, man. And we, us two, were still talking. I go, "Why are you taking any photos, man? Come on!" He goes, "Man, I was in disbelief. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> like to, to see to see that in the sky, it's like you know, um, yeah, I'm a skeptic. And when I saw it, I'm like, shit, they actually do exist. Whatever it was, you know, it's crazy." So. It's funny because like it's always when you least expect it, um, these things yeah. show up, and everyone says like, "Why are you taking photos?" Like, 
dude, I am like looking at something that defies our logic, and you will think I'm going to be right. like in the right mindset to go. I'm not just going to take a photo. No. And no one's no one's in that right mindset to think and take a picture at that time. And <laughs> and, it, and like you say, like we don't expect it, and if we were expecting, we'd probably have proper images of your first one here. Yeah, that's right. Because um, yeah, go, oh, here's um, one coming up. Hang on, yep, I'll just take a photo. But that's always when we least expect it. I, I sat I sat on it and thought about what just happened, right? And um, I I, I had analysed what what I know. The clouds were coming from the south, so from Altona area, coming from the bay, coming up towards Bendigo that direction. So these things came in the cloud. They came out of the cloud, analysed what we're doing, mimicking what we're doing. When we got back to base, they followed us back. Now. And then once once we had they had enough, they shot back in the cloud and they went with the cloud and they kept on going to Bendigo. So they came out of the cloud, come down, mucked around, went back up and then went and disappeared. From that day, I still look up to the sky to today and I'm seeing a lot of um like black overcast grey cloud. Not black, but grey, and it's surrounding. And I'm always looking up thinking, All right, so if these things are in the cloud hiding, they it's gonna come out hundred percent. I mean, I didn't see them in the day, you know, but there was just so many of them. It's like, um, like a UFO invasion. Yeah, there was, there was so many. I, I couldn't count them. I would say what 50, 40, 50, even possibly more in the distance, and I couldn't get there because I'm slow, just you know, going slow along. But but I would imagine they were probably near the city, roughly maybe in Dandenong, looking at the judging the distance. Um, and at a distance, I'm, I'm just looking at it. I thought, I thought maybe someone had died, and the, the spirit went up, and 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 you, you can see all this dust come out and out of the cloud. I thought, nah, that's maybe a possibility. But what I saw above, and then I saw those four, and that one above, and that in the distance must be these rectangle things that must be there. It's the same thing. And I thought, okay, it has to be this thing. All right. But they could be drones. I thought, no, I'm gonna turn around and get out of here. Bizarre, man. Really, really got me thinking. Even today, I think to myself, you know, it's yeah. gonna come out again. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Did you take note of what was happening with the mothership at all? It, no, I, I saw. So pretty much, it's like the mothership was above the cloud. That's what I imagined. And it let. It's like it let its platform down above this or the cloud. That's what I imagined. And then. The, these dark things were coming out through. It's like it's like you can see a little gap in the cloud, yeah. and they're coming out, out and in, going backwards and forwards. Okay. And I, I'm trying to count them all. I'd say about fifty, maybe maybe sixty more. There were so many. I was looking at thinking, the hell is all that? Millions of balls, thousands of them, flying all close together, coming in and they're going out, quick, going fast. Yeah. So they're only really circling the the mothership. They're not really going. Far distance, like to the ground, or anything, were they? No, they were just, they were just like I say, coming out of the cloud and then hovering. But I couldn't when they come, when they came out of the cloud, bottom of the cloud base, I couldn't. It's like, as I remember, they, I think they went back into the fog again because the cloud was like it was pretty thick. It's like that that small pocket. So I saw them in that in the pocket in the empty space of the cloud, and when they came out to that certain point, and that's like they went back into the fog again, and then. Some were coming back out and going in, like like a tunnel. You know what I mean? Yeah, I couldn't see on the left hand side of the tunnel, and I couldn't see above it because it's cloud. Just wanted to get above it all and then see what was going on. Yeah. But um, I contacted the um 
the, the airspace, and uh, none of them, none of them saw anything. In the times they've been in this area for thirty years, they go they haven't seen nothing like this, and it's like wow, and why they're twenty one? I can't believe it. So next next town over, their aerodrome. I contacted them. They haven't seen nothing like that either. Yeah, no, I contacted them. Sun so obvious. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm like in my mind, I was going to contact Tullamarine Airspace or Air Services Australia, but someone else already have, and they've already relayed information that there was about, I think, 12 aircraft in, sorry, 10, 10 aircrafts in the vicinity of the 12K radius. They were coming in and land because Tullamarine's pretty close to our airspace. Yep. So they were coming into land. So that was like, um, the, they, and helicopters and planes were coming in, but not they couldn't detect that on the radar and uh it's like man okay so you guys can't help me um I called raf airspace and they just told me to call the police so they couldn't help me and i'm something i'm stuck down i don't know who else to call <laughs> ghost passes i don't know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, like you call everybody that you that, that maybe can Put her, uh, no, just just because I know two other pilots saw it, it's not just me, there's three of us, yeah. So, if and if the radars in the sky can't pick up this, whatever it was in the daytime, yeah, I don't know who else to talk to, yeah. That's the thing, there's not a lot of places to report this to, like, the, yeah, there's organizations that do have like you know, reporting sort of segments for themselves, like for information, obviously, but there's nothing really, uh. Like you said, like, uh, like, you know, you can go to the place and make a report. There's nothing like that sort of... No, because um, they have no power to go up there and have a look. Yeah, well, they don't really take it seriously either. Like, well, they take it seriously to a point, but there's nothing they can sort of investigate it into. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. So, so I think we're a bit of a loss in that sense there when it comes to these sort of things. So, but um, a lot of it's just mostly public... Uh, <laughs> reports, you know, and that's all we've got really. And basically, that's why pages exist now these days to try and keep these things um, alive and reporting that these yeah, that's right. make the realization that they're actually there. But um, I've got a question in regards to the object. Like, so how big do you reckon these little the small objects were? So when you look up in the sky and then you'll you see the moon, okay, the distance of the moon being so far away, um, this thing being in our atmosphere. I would believe roughly about probably three quarters of the size of the moon on a full moon, three quarters of the of the size that size. So I imagine it to be what maybe eight meters wide, being rectangular. So I say that wide, that really so longer, wider, and you know top and bottom. I I imagine it to be about what eight to twelve meters. Um, in that probably uh, roughly about that wide, being a like dog bone shape. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I never thought, imagine to put my finger up like that. You sort of, you now it's like this that you close one eye and you sort of, you know, you look like yeah. that. But, but um, being lower than clouds at that, at that, and the bizarre thing that I keep thinking going through my mind, I'm looking at this thing, this this dark thing, and is that picture I just sent you just then? Yep. It's, it's not the one that's circled, but the second and the third one, if you bring those up, you'll see how blurry they are in the picture, okay? 
And that's exactly what I envisioned when I saw what I saw. So I went to Google and I found those images and I thought, okay, that's as close. And the bizarre thing is I was looking at it with my own eyes. That's exactly what I saw with my eyes. So I'm thinking, why isn't it sharp? This this image is not sharp. It's it's freaking blurry in the sky. And I'm and I'm still trying to stare at it, squint my eyes looking at this thing. And I thought at one point, being rectangular, I saw in the center being like noughts and crosses. So up, so down, up, down, up, down, up, up, and then across, like the planeteers, you know, they have like, you know. But that, I, I was like squinting hard to have a look at inside or see for colors. I, I thought I saw faint lines in them. But then I looked again, I'm like, I can't really see that. It's too, it's too, it's very dark, charcoal thing. It's, yeah, it's just impossible. It was a bit blurry, you know. There wasn't a clear black image. It was like transparent a little bit, as you can say. Yeah, okay, that's surprising. That's, um, because like usually people get a little bit of detail, but they also say like there's like no world lines or with cross as well. So I'm not surprised that you didn't really see overly much detail when it comes to like, you know, Corners or welding lines, yeah. Or, you know. yeah. I mean, they had no propellers on them. I was, I was looking for, like, as I thought they were drones, so they would have props on the four corners. No, no props. So I thought, okay, that eliminates being a drone. And how how it moved into the wind was again just shocked me. I'm like, wow. And how they moved into the crosswind and up fast, like it's like, um. Like that show, the invest- UFO investigation show that was on like last week or two weeks ago. Oh, the one on Tuesday. Tuesday. I didn't yeah. watch it yet. So that was on Tuesday. The bizarre thing, two days later, on Thursday, we saw this show. We saw them. We saw these these objects. And then I, so I said to the boys, I said, what's, the, what's this? is incredible. We see the show, and then two days later, we see it. And they go, you had enough to say. It's <laughs> like, you know, the timing's, the timing's right. And it's like, is it a sign? I've got no idea. The irony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's bizarre, but, you know, you sort of think, you know, in this lifetime, I mean, we are not, we're not, I'm sure we're not alone. So the, the lights in the sky, what I saw, and millions of other stories that you see out there, you know, it's like, it's, it's more and more that's going to happen, I'm sure of it, you know? Oh, definitely. And like you're saying yourself, like you're skeptic for all this. And for me, I'm not skeptic. The other two boys were, yeah, they're both. Yeah, yeah. definitely not now, but it's usually that's usually the case. Though. Like, people like finally see something, and it just opens their mind and go, "Wow, this do exist." And that's a funny thing. Yeah, I've I've spoken to about forty of my mates, and every single answer they're like, the bits they're a bit surprising, but because they have never seen uh, with their own eyes, the first question: Did you take a picture, bro? Did you take Did you take the camera with you? I go, no, I didn't take it. Oh, you could have made a lot of money on this. Like, yeah, yeah. For me, it's not about the money. It's like, what was it that I saw? I can't make sense of it, yeah? And, yeah, the responses are all different from everybody. Some people are more curious, some people are not. Yeah, all the pilots that fly with that type of aircraft, again, I spoke about good 15, probably 10, 15, and, and they're all interested, yeah, because they fly too. Yeah, and they they fly nearly all all the time, and they they have never seen what we've seen. Nothing. Yeah, they're trying to get up to yeah. Can you describe it? You know, I'm like just talk to the other two pilots. I'll tell you too about what I saw. Yeah, and then they they just gets curious because most of them they fly like fixed wings also, like Cessnas and stuff. Oh yeah, and they can they can go to cloud base in no time fast. It takes us a long time to go up with the parachute. 
But for them, it's like, you know, they're up there, you know? That's the best thing about it, too. Like, you've gotten a, uh, <clears throat> an aerial view of it, whereas most people see it from the ground. Like, obviously, you've got pilots that see them out their windows occasionally and all that sort of stuff, but Paragon, you're like, you've nearly got, like, a 360-degree view around you. Yeah. And that's, like, the problem. best thing. Um, yeah. That's, that makes this thing really unique on this experience. Yeah, just the fact that you... <laughs> You got the best view in the seat right there. I'm thinking about switching to, to like a nano light. Nano light is pretty much a hang glider, so a triangle, fixed wing, triangle, hang glider, triangle wing, and on the bottom you've got a carriage and a motor on the back. So therefore you can zip in the sky and climb quick and come down quick, fly a bit faster than a parachute, you know. But because yep. that that way, if I wanted to go up quicker, yeah, I've got a bit more chance because now obviously you know, say an aircraft has a bit more. Better than everyone on the ground, you can go up. But um, yeah, yeah, I have more chance of getting up quicker. And this time I'll be having I can mount stuff on the on the carriage like a GoPro, a camera on the cockpit, and then just and hang them off the wing or whatever, and you just rotate them to where you want them. You know, yeah. and that's why you know you'd be a bit more active. Uh, no doubt, I'm sure we'll see them again. I'm sure of it. And it's just a matter of when. Yeah, well, all I can say is good luck trying to catch them. We <laughs> <Yes. laughs> can only try. It doesn't matter what craft you're going to be in, you won't catch them, I don't think. You only try, man. That's all you can do. Oh, you know, just give a couple of revs of the engine there, mate. They might get the hint that you want to go and give yeah. a drag. No, they're super fast, bro. That's super fast. Even the other boys said how fast they move is incredible, you know, especially into the wind. 100Ks into the wind is not, you know. On that show, the, the fighter pilots, so the actual F1 Hornets or whatever they were flying, at the speed of, speed of sound, they, that's how fast they go. These objects they've seen for in two years fly faster than them. So, for example, at the speed of sound they, they, they're going, these objects are at the speed of sound plus another 100 Ks on top of that. It's like next storm and then see how they're gone. It's, yeah. it's absolutely amazing, incredible. Yeah, so it's, I think uh, a lot of people will be jealous because um, they're probably we might actually start encouraging people to go and get themselves a paraglider now. <laughs> I hope they go <laughs> see one of these things. Everyone go fly some aircraft. You'll see you have more more advantage and you have more chance of seeing more. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, it would have been absolutely amazing. Um, I mean, they're probably they're probably a bit um skeptical, like they're probably a bit of um surprised to see you know, this form of aircraft in the sky. Let's come out of the cloud and investigate their work. It, yeah. You know, I thought possibly that I thought at one stage. Now I thought to myself, maybe you're lucky to be alive because you know they are coming out to attack. You know. And and um, you know they hear hearing that you're supposed to take open cows and stuff like that, and incisions and all that sort of stuff. So I thought maybe they're going to suck my shoot up and pull me up, so I can just maybe cut my cut cut from the wing, throw my reserve, come floating down, you know? Yeah. Because uh, I've got to have a reserve parachute in case something goes wrong, you know? Yep. So yeah, um, yeah, it's, you never know what can happen. You just got to be prepared, yeah. No, that's right. And I suppose um, one of the questions is going to like it's probably very un, extremely unlikely, but um, you would have heard like missing time. Like, there's nothing between you guys there of missing time or anything like. Tom, no, ah, uh, no, 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 because no, no, you mean like time lapse? Well, yeah, yeah. So you would have been like experienced it like as if you everything was normal, but next thing you know, you sort of like clue on and going, hang on, it's like been like an hour gone or something like. And obviously, be taking yeah. back times that you. Took it, take off to yeah. hailing a bit in the air, kind of thing. Like nothing like that would have happened. I, I, I didn't experience that. No, 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. But yeah, I never thought of it like that. Yeah, that, that could happen, but not we didn't experience that. Yeah, yeah. it would have been a bit weird because, like, obviously you're in the air and just being taken from the air, which is probably <laughs> a difficult task for them to even do, I suppose. But you know, <laughs> it's not impossible, to say the least. Yeah. That's so right. It would have been mean, weird though, like you're up in the air for what an hour or so, and next minute you come back for three hours later. <laughs> that would have been pretty weird. Yeah. But, um, in this I, case, you're lucky, I suppose. Uh, yeah, I thought because uh, I'm, I'm just thinking about what happened. I'm thinking every bit of like just you know, relapsing second by second. What I, when I saw him, what could have happened? How he flew over the wing? How how quick they moved? I thought maybe he could come down and take me, pull me up. You know, and that's the end of me. Yeah. I mean, that I, I, I strongly thought that could have happened, 100%. Even the other boys said the same thing. They go, you know what UFOs do sometimes? They can kill people and, you know, they abduct people. And I'm thinking, yeah, they could have got me because they're concentrating on me, not them. They'll follow me back, you know, going, coming down, over, over the top of me, following me. And then, yeah, when I got back, I, he knew I was coming up. But it's like playing chasing with me, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, did, did it make you wonder, like, did you get like have an idea of what you think these little objects might have been doing as they popping in and out of this mother craft? That that's the that's the thing that I saw that those guys didn't see. Yeah, I I've never seen anything like that before because I that's that's that was a magic moment for me. This thing, I mean, how it went from three thousand to three thousand shot up, that didn't trigger me, man. Not not at all. But those little, like, say, like little. Dots, balls, like say, because they're in the distance, and lots of them floating in and out. Oh, I don't, I don't know, but I, I, like debris, like a cyclone taking all the crap from the ground, going up in the cyclone, but only in one direction, going backwards and forwards. You know, like you know when you see like um, you know you've seen the, the twisted movies now. You see how they suck stuff up and they go around. There's a yeah. lot of debris like that. Yeah, but they're going around and around and going up and up and up. But me seeing left and right going like all concentrated together. I wish I can, if there's some sort of um, computer out there that I can put my helmet on and I can just reenact exactly what I saw, put on the screen. Oh man, we wouldn't need cameras anymore. Yeah. Just reenact what we saw, yeah? That would be the, the magic thing, turn things around. I think that'll Technology. solve a lot of world's problems too, in that kind of sense. You know, a lot of crimes that have some life. Did you see the killer? Just put this helmet on. Show <laughs> <Yes>. us. <laughs> <laughs> and just 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 pause onto the onto the killer and just put on the screen. Oh, it looks like that. It's like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we wouldn't be able to lie, uh, be able to lie anymore either. He's like, are you telling the truth? Yeah. Just put this on. Yeah. No, nah, you did. Stupid. Yeah. You're gone now. <laughs> just bring, just bring an actor for us. <laughs> Don't think of anything else but what you saw, right? <laughs> yeah. But no, that would be a lot of very cool. Like, it's like the amount of experiences out there with like such great detail like it yeah. having one of those helmets would just that would give us everything that we need to know about these things oh absolutely <laughs> like even for me the, the morning after when i woke up i woke i woke up i usually wake up at seven eight o'clock i woke up at five o'clock that morning man just thinking and thinking and thinking and i woke up my missus and she goes what's wrong i go i can't stop thinking what i saw she goes get your phone and write everything down just stretch in your head just write a story yeah. And that's what I did. So five thirty, I started the story, and I stopped at eleven o'clock. Detail, bit by bit. Oh, four hours on this thing, writing and writing what we did, then we took off, what we saw, 
every little bit. I had to go back to the top. Oh, I forgot that little bit. Go back to the top, edit, put that story in there. Okay, come back to the bottom, keep writing, keep writing. Oh, I forgot that little bit. Go back to the third section, add that in. And then when I finished it completely, I gave it to her. She had a look and she goes, oh, some spelling error, full stop, comma, <laughs> <laughs> all that sort of stuff. And then she goes, okay, you need to rewrite this thing over here. So I rewrite it. And then, and then she gave it back to me. Oh, if I read it again. And then there was a set and it was not right. Then, yeah, 11.30, done. Then I just published it and I was like, okay. Because, um, you know, when you see something, the best thing you can never do is reenact and write, like I say, as much detail, time, direction, height, everything. So you can repaint the picture. People can just, just repaint in their mind and take it step by step and reenact the whole lot from start to end. Expressions, feelings, you know, all that sort of stuff. Because if you can't see a movie, you only you get, just got to explain the best you can. And that's what that story was about. I'll, I'll send it to you later if you want to see it again. But yeah. Yes. No, absolutely. Um, look, it's just one of those things that's just mind blowing. And you you buzz for ages after you see something. Like you, you just forever just. Yep. Oh no, you, you just lose yourself, don't you? Like you? Nothing else really matters. You're just like, what was it? What happened? What is this thing? Like you're just trying to explain. So I'm going, I'm going into the city, right? Two, two days later, me and my mother-in-law and my, my missus, we're going to the city, and I'm in the back. And all I'm doing is looking up like this. And those two go, you all right? I go, yeah, I'm just looking. And they go, what's wrong with you? And just, oh, you're looking for UFOs, aren't you? <laughs> you just probably like it is, right? I'm like, yeah, of course. I mean, if you saw what I saw, wouldn't you expect to see the same thing? Just, look at that. They're going to come back, you know, because it was very surreal. Like, it was... You've seen it with your own eyes, and it was like just a mystery, you know? Yeah. Yeah, especially those dots. There was like, like at least 40 or 50 even coming in and out like that, going very quickly backwards and forwards. And But when they were coming out, the bizarre thing that when they are coming out, and I saw them, and they went, as they are coming down, they disappeared again. I, I couldn't know where they're from. It's like, I think, what are, what are they doing? So you can see the movements. You can't, you can't have any, like, you know, any results. As much as being human, you just want to know. Yeah. <laughs> who else do you ask? That's it. That's the, that's the biggest question. Who do you ask on these things? Like, you can yeah. ask anyone, I mean, and they'll ever give you a real answer. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Which takes me to my next story. Um, I um, I've had a lot of supernatural experience in my life, and I've never asked for it to happen. Eh? It's just happened, and I'm talking about bizarre stuff. So, in this house. I've been here for about 15 years and I've had, um, yeah, uh, pretty much a shutter curtain. For example, let's turn that, I'll show you. So this curtain here, for example, there's another one in the kitchen, but, but a wooden rod, one one curtain piece, you close it all the way, and I close it and I turn around, and then all of a sudden it's like fully open, from closed to open. And it just blew me away, man. Yeah, and I, and I just tried to to eliminate what happened. Couldn't make any sense of it. Then I've got other stuff happening like um this uh like a whisper in, in the sound of in the air and uh, two people would hear it in my missus at the time. Yeah and she, yeah we we'd like did you say something? I like no didn't say it we both heard it. Um saw people getting pushed in front of me. So I think like trying to make sense of what I see and what, what's going on it's all mystery, yeah. It is. Yeah, um, that's 
one of those things again. Yeah, you just never get answers for it. Um, there have been a lot of speculation that uh, paranormal and UFO sort of things are sort of somewhat yeah. connected. So yeah, that's right. It sort of makes you um, bring a question forward to you. The, um, like, has your family like experienced anything in regards to the UFO yeah. sort of things? Like, um, I, I uh, spoke to my dad. No, so no, no. Pretty much, I told my dad about the stories I've been going through. My mum passed away, but my dad, I told him, and and he goes, in our family, we've had a super, supernatural experience. Um, he only got told me like two weeks ago, and I've been telling him for almost ten years. I've seen all this stuff, and then just two weeks ago, I didn't want to tell you, but yeah, my 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 nan, my nan has had these experiences, yeah, and and that enabled him to, yeah, see the other world. And I'm like, okay. So, and I'm thinking, what happens? And then I, and I told my brother that, that story too, about the curtain and that, and he didn't believe me. But then he goes, two, uh, two days later, he saw a dark image in his workshop. He saw three people. He knows where they were, front, back, in front of him talking. But then on the side of them, near the kitchen, a black image walked into the kitchen. And then as he, as he, as he, as the image walked in, he, um, he goes to the girl from and goes, hang on, I need, to, I need to go to the kitchen and have a look. He was in the kitchen, nobody there. Four walls and a roof, no one there. He calls me back, goes, are you trying to freak me out or something? Because I'm starting to see this shit. <laughs> I go, it's not me, man. I'm just telling you what I see, yeah? There's no need for me to lie because I've got better shit to worry about. Life's more fucking full on, yeah? I need to go to work, make money and support the family. So if I want to, I'm going to call you, I might as well call you to give you a hand or whatever, I've been a technician. If you want a hand, I'll come help you. But there's no point in me calling you to tell you some bullshit, yeah? yeah? And then, yeah, it happened to him and he got freaked out. Like, man, I go, yeah. <laughs> now, you, now you believe me, right? Yeah? He goes, yeah, I'm, a, I'm not a skeptic anymore. Like, well, hey, welcome. Yeah. So, yeah. Again, it's crazy, it's, man. It's, it's, some people need a, a kick up the ass, don't they? Like, an actual proper experience for them to go and believe these things are real. Oh, man. Because, see, lots of people, they've never seen UFO. Or they're not seeing paranormal, yeah? So they don't know what to expect. I think uh, some people are just making shit up. But when they start to see it for themselves, they're like, now now I have something to go on, you know? Yeah. And, and yeah, it's something, it's like, it's only if you can see, seeing is believing. And every every one of us are just different people. Can't convince everyone, you know? No, that's, it. that's the unfortunate part, really. It's um, like, I've probably said this like nearly every single episode almost so far. But, um, you know, all these people having similar experiences, you know, like worldwide, people having these kind of things happening. And yeah. either they're getting together and making a big plan to go on and try and prank everyone. Yep. They're doing a bloody good job at it, but you know, <laughs> I think it's, no, unfortunately, I don't think it's a big prank. These people are experiencing something on their own, you know, yeah, and these things right. are actually happening. So it's, these things are out there. They, they are definitely out there. And yeah. That's, that's, and when, I mean, Scary. I mean, like the, million, the millions of people on this earth, you know, imagine everyone believed in this and then everyone had seen it. Yeah. Imagine that. What would be the end result? <laughs> yeah. Well, no one will be skeptic anymore, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no one will have answers still. They'll still be there be... in the dark of what the hell are these things? What's going on? Yeah. There'll be no more mistrust. Everyone will believe each other, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Plus, it'll be a lot harder for people to try and debunk each other, you know. So, 
like oh, yeah. so, like you still need explanations behind things like because we do still see um things you know imaginations go wild or you're mistaken something that for something else you know but yeah you know when people are out in the bush they're experiencing yowies and having rocks thrown at them it's like well either someone's hiding in the bush or you know it's actually a yowie <laughs> throwing rocks at you you know it's one of those things but, yeah um, yeah it's like a lot of people a lot of people reckon the war's happening in, in, in ukraine reckon oh these ufos are coming out because of the war you know and then and they go, nah. And I said, no, nah, I don't think it's related, man. It's got a, like it's in Australia here. Yeah? It yeah, came definitely. from the fire camp, so it has to. It has to be. Uh, I reckon hundred percent UFO. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I wouldn't think the government has any power to do that. Everyone's seen dishes in the sky. I saw rectangle, man. Dog yeah. bone shape. You know, those guys on UFO investigation, they see a square in a sphere, a, a cube in a round sphere. So the, the apex, the corners of that square, are touching the round sphere. And and we know that the, the sphere is aerodynamic, but the, the cube is not. Our rectangular object, definitely not. And, you know, so that can be, it could be shape-shifting into different objects, you know, maybe from triangle to square or to rectangle or, you know, any, or, or a hexagon or something, you know. Yeah. Whatever, I guess, yeah, I, I've got no idea. Yeah. I'm sure someone on there could have more answers than I have. <laughs> well, people claim they have all the answers there, but I still don't believe them. <laughs> Not all of them anyway. Like, they'll have, like, a an idea, but I don't, like, how much of that explanation is the truth? Like, because the way I see things, everything's an assumption. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah, you know, that's we, right. We'll, I don't think we'll ever get the real answers maybe in this lifetime i don't know i hope in this lifetime i'd love to get the answers but i don't yeah. feel we'll get them in this lifetime i think a little while away yet before we do get some sort of real pure clarification of what is happening around this world yeah that's right aspect. um like if you are like in the past you know we've had reports there of ufos or whatever these people beings whatever interfering with nuclear launches so Oh yeah. So the claims of them going over Ukraine, and whatnot, or are they going in to stop nuclear launches from Russia, or like you know, that's that's sort of my thinking. Like people are scared of Russia sending yeah. nukes and that because they're threatening it, obviously. But if you listen in the past experiences they from around the world, they've been shutting them off, making sure no one's yeah. shooting them. Yeah. So Correct. I might be putting a bit too much faith in confidence in them i suppose in the hope that they're, like, they're just gonna go nah you're not doing it mate you're a dick so don't, don't even try it and, i don't know it, it's one of those things that i just hope that i just yeah like, like i said it might be putting too much trust in them but let's hope so because like we don't want a nuclear war going on that's something we really don't want we don't need it no no that's right what well, they say world war three happening end of the world end of human beings yeah yeah i don't know I thought the jab was going to be the end of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was a lot of conspiracy about that one there. It's, oh, it's something absolutely stupid. But yeah, anyway, yeah. we'll get away from that because COVID just go, like, that's a bloody stupid. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> damn COVID. But yeah, no, look, yeah. it's an absolutely incredible experience you've had there. Um, it's especially, like, oh, it's still got me in my mind. Like, it's trying to think of what these little, buzzing around you know it yeah oh 
Like we know they, they yeah. we know they use the clouds to hide around in and that sort of stuff. And what oh, you see, okay, you seen the movie Ghost? Remember the, the movie Ghost? That's the one from the eighties, isn't it? Yeah, it was Patrick Swayze, right? Yeah, yeah, vaguely. I haven't watched it, but I've seen little bits of it here and there, so I might know. So he he's he's dead at that point, right? At the end of the movie, when he comes back, right, and then the light comes through, because Demi Demi uh, the girl and and, and Whoopi Goldberg. Demi, whatever names, they can't see him. But as he comes back to life, you see the light come through, and then you see these white dots, these white balls coming through with the light, and then you see him appear. Those white balls are a lot smaller in the cloud. Yeah, moving faster. Yeah, okay. yeah that's so... the best. That's the best I can explain it. Imagine that. That lot, like in the distance, very small black balls, like what you see in the movie. Moving quickly backwards and forward the other way, and coming backwards, concentrated in this one area, so like that. Just, yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, it sort of makes me like think that they might be harvesting something from the cloud. Yeah, that's yeah, that's right. That's yeah, it's sort of like wild guess I can have it, like what they would be doing in the cloud there and whatever they're doing um, to try and put a bit of an explanation behind it. There's something in that cloud that they. Harvesting, maybe, like, yeah. That's that's something, something or something in the cloud or something above the cloud that I couldn't see, and they'll come in through. Yeah, that like like yeah, like mothership. Imagine like uh, Independence Day, right? You know when the, the mothership opens up. Yep. yep. And then you see all those small spaceships come out. Oh, I didn't see the mothership. I just saw the spaceships coming. Yeah. Or the, or, the, or the black dots that were yeah coming out of this area. Yeah, never like I always look up at the clouds. Not ever seen that before ever. You see flocks of birds flying around together in in unison in the same direction, yep. going backwards and forwards. Pelicans fly in a V, but not backwards and forwards. You have a group of galahs fly over your head. You clap your hands or let off a gunshot, and then they swoop in all different directions. Yeah, but usually they yep. swoop and they're flying forward. These things are flying forward and back. Yeah, yeah. so many ways. Back. So, for example, maybe five coming in this direction, another five going in that direction. Um, they're just like, so imagine you've got, like, for example, five coming this way and then like that, five coming the other way, and then another five, like, yeah, like there's like, say, maybe even ten, five, ten dots coming down this way, and then another ten going in the other direction, and they're just passing each other, you know, like that. It's like this, they're flying like that, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. in this one concentrated area. That movie is the best explanation I can come up with, with all those things, right in the distance. So I had to really squint my eyes because it was like they're really far away, like on yeah. the other side of Melbourne, you know. Yeah. So were those like sort of like circling in that one sort of spot and then passing each other, like one's going clockwise and the other one's going counterclockwise sort of thing? Just mainly, it's like uh, a group of them were going north, but 
a lot of dots yeah going north and then the other ones going south so north and south north and south not east and west just yeah but when they're flying south they're going in and out around they're going all over the place at that in and out like that sort of thing yeah and the other ones are going in and out there was lots of them but they're crossing paths yeah sort of thing yeah it's, it's sort of really it's hard to imagine how you're explaining it for i'm having a bit of trouble trying to imagine like just like if there's, if, the if there's a video if there's an app that, that makes sure that i can sort of my missus is an artist so i'm gonna probably get her to draw it and i'll send it to you yeah but um yeah yeah it's like yeah it's weird i was more concentrated on like how many there were that's 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 that was the most surreal to me like how many of these things are up there that's why i thought drones they're all flying together but yeah. drones don't fly forward and close they that you know especially in in clouds they can't see where they're going yeah they've got a camera on them yeah so if they're in the cloud they can hit the other drone and fall down i saw nothing falling down the whole yeah yeah well there have been those um the those drone shows i don't know if you've seen those um where they get yeah. a bunch of drones do weird patterns and that sort of stuff but you're saying yep. this is like on the outskirts near the dandenongs so like there'll be different yep. yeah, like, drone shows going around there so you definitely can rule out drones. Yeah. Way, way in the distance. Like if you're in the in the western suburbs and you look out, you see Mount Dandenong, you can just see it faintly, right? So these things also, you can see them faintly in the cloud so far. I imagine that was about the same distance because how far they were. Yeah. But um, yeah, but they were so small, you know. But this large thing above me, being a long, long and rectangular, I thought if you had a drone in my hand and I let it up into the sky at that distance, there'd be a speck, a little small thing flying yeah. out there. Like you got to think, okay, there it is up there. I can just see it. Yeah. This thing was way bigger than that. You know, it was like um, that power bank here. Yeah. Like that, but more. The edges here. So, so pretty much. Hang on. So, these parts are a little, a little bit higher. So up and down a little bit higher back in and over the top higher and then comes flat here and they yeah. come out a little bit higher yeah. and then down so like a dog bone sort yeah. of thing but a rectangle in shape but the same color as this charcoal yeah yeah so. yeah this is it yeah this is more charcoal not black yeah so that's it well so, yeah. yeah the shape of the grass is very interesting like when you're saying dog bone shape that, that's very unusual i don't think i've ever seen a description of that sort no 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 not me either that's yeah that, that's what led to me to believe um that's not it's not man-made not not to what i saw yeah. i mean i thought many people would like say back at um westall school they reckon they saw three cylinder shapes yeah yep. just floating in the sky appeared and then they flew into the tree and they came back and then one decided to come out of the sky and land on the ground. And then the military came in and tried to clear it up. Anyone see anything at all? Get them all fired and you were drunk. Yeah. Like, you know, that that was a cylinder shape, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what everyone sees, but not what to what we see. Yeah, you know? that's right. It's yeah, the tic tac shape, saucer shaped, some sort of bell shape, you know, it's yours is very unique. Uh, I yeah. feel. <laughs> yeah. 
So it's either they're developing new kind of crafts, maybe, I don't know, or have we got a new species of beings coming to visit us, or, you know, yeah. it's uh, a lot of questions. Makes you think what happens, like Area 52 in America, what's what's there, you know? Yeah. They don't talk, they don't talk about it, but it makes you think, what what's going on in there, you know? Yeah, well, I think they would have moved things away from there now because it's such a hated zone now. Everyone's all keeping an eye on it, sort of thing. But obviously, they'll still be doing military stuff there, but yeah, I think all of their their real top secret kind of stuff is getting done elsewhere. Yeah, I mean, being I'm I'm a mechanic by trade, so and I understand physics and um, electrical. But if there's such aircraft that can, um, you know, levitate off the ground, if it's possible. To have that sort of aircraft technology, would it? I reckon it would be right now available because this world revolves around, around money for sure. Oh, yeah. You know, then you've got electric scooters, electric cars, and the technology is here for that. So they're trying to make money from that. But if they have uh, like levitating rare earth magnets or something, or metal that does repel off the earth and go up high, whatever, that's why they come up with drones. And so they're trying to make money off that. So whatever these things are, they would if they were man-made, they would have made aircraft from it, you know. Yeah. But we don't see that. We don't. We're not seeing that yet. You know. Yeah, it's sort of like we're sort of getting eased into the technology side of things, so we don't get too far ahead and lose ourselves in it. Like you know, um, sort of yeah, guided in a sense. Um, yeah. But I've mentioned in the past there where when Roswell happened there in the. In the Jeez, now I think it was the forties or fifties, one of those eras. Anyway, you know, after that incident, that's when we sort of started getting CDs, microwaves, lasers, you know, computer chips, all that sort of stuff. Started our technology started booming. Yeah, that. that's right. Yeah, um, like we're not like at a big massive height now, but you know, we're still like on a level playing field. We're just improving everything that we've got. So sort of yeah. Um, but we've got nothing, no real major breakthroughs at this point. No, that's right. It's just there, yeah, whatever you see right now. But yeah, they've got Elon Musk now. We've got technologies yeah. where a rocket can go up and then they can come down and land. Yeah. Not, not, not get rid of them and land and then and then take off again and go save lots of money. Yeah. Oh, it's so incredible what they've done. Yeah. He's an amazing guy. Well, him and his team, absolutely amazing. Yeah. It's, it's incredible watching on those videos too, like seeing the. Uh, the <laughs> <laughs> the rocket coming back down to to land is mind blowing. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. awesome. So, but yeah. yeah, oh look, absolutely incredible what's going on these days, and eventually going to be uh, going to Mars in a few years, I think. At least by yeah. twenty thirty, I think they they want to try and get us there by. So yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how they go along in the few years. So we're definitely going to be making yeah. some big breakthroughs anyway. Imagine how much a ticket would be worth to go there and come back. <laughs> yeah, well, the, how much was it there um, just to go into space there with uh, Virgin? Um, oh, yeah, Galactic, yeah. How much was that? That was like nearly half a mil or something like that, wasn't it? Or yeah, something, something like 700. I thought I remember seven, $750,000, man. Yeah, it could be something like yeah. that. Something phenomenal, like, you know, the average person's going to be going nowhere near space for any time soon. <laughs> or you just go and uh, you know buy a ticket on the credit card and go, oh no, I got stolen. Yeah, look, mate. Uh, oh, actually, no, I've got another question for you. So, on this whole subject, what are your thoughts on what the
these things are? Like, what's controlling these crafts and such? They always, you know, that that's also going through my head in the last two weeks. What's inside? Is it an alien with two the green eyes and it's a green body? I don't, I don't think, in my mind, honestly, it's something like that. I, I, I think. I don't think it's even human in my, in my mind. Like a human body, I, I would think it's more of another life form, like they say, yeah? It's just that because none of us have, even Area 51, like they say, they caught their one spaceship and opened up and had a look inside and whatever they caught. And then they made movies on it, right? I I don't think it's, um yeah, because we, we, can, we can breathe air and we're living tissue, yeah? So whatever this thing is coming from another 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 galaxy, if it is a galaxy, I, I can't imagine what it'd be like or whatever this is, whatever that whatever's controlling it, you know? I have no idea. That's maybe why they're so I think why they're so intrigued in my aircraft when they came close to examine and study the movements, you know? Don't know, maybe they've yeah. And you were seeing a lot more every day. They're probably just going back and in, and just creating a like they're just studying us and studying our planet to invade us, to help us. I've got no idea, man. Yeah, but all, lots of those dots in the sky made me really thought. Now this is not. Yeah, I, I, I was a little bit scared when I saw that because I thought, yeah, some something something of this thing is coming into our is coming into our atmosphere. Um, and they're gonna they're gonna open up, you know. I thought, yeah, it's gonna they're gonna open up and, and just you know attack or be our friend, one of the two. They can be good or bad, you know. Well, but there was another thing I thought maybe because you say that the spirits and 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 um, UFO and um, supernatural that it's rather good or bad. So I'm thinking possible because I had another guy told me this. They go if uh, if if they were me and they saw what they saw, they'll do the prayer in the name of the Father, the Holy Son, whatever you see in front of me, Jesus, please take that away. And he said, he said, because when you say that prayer, it'll disappear and go. If it's evil, yeah, if it's if it's a devil imposing this on us, and he wanted to see it because everyone, every, everyone that's human, whether you're Christian or normal person, non-believer, we always skeptics, yeah? yeah. And he said he wanted to see it. And he goes, he wanted to say the prayer and see whether it would disappear. And but I never thought of, of saying the prayer, man. I just thought, I was just saying, what the hell is that thing? Yeah. Never thought about that because it just didn't come to me. Yeah. Because if, if he, he says to me, he goes, if you would say the prayer and whatever it was in the sky would just disappear, you know straight away, 100%, it's definitely evil. It's, it's, part, it's part of the devil. Yeah. It's, um, it's not part of, it's not part of the goodness. It's part of evil, and it's deceive, deceiving our thoughts of illusion. Yeah, like um, yeah, like when they say when Jesus Christ comes back to the earth, um, to resurrect the good people. Yeah, and people who accept him for whatever else. Um, they say that um, yeah, when you get closer toward the end of time, which is what it is now, it could it could be, it could be um, yeah. All these illusions, but I kind of thought that was 
that the illusion that I thought it was because of it being dark and and very like you can see if you look at that picture how how hazy it was. But I saw that with my own eyes. I thought it's, it's a little bit hazy. It should be a bit more crystal clear, but I can't. I'm, st I'm still trying to make out what it is. I was trying to see some uh, some greater detail, but I couldn't. Yeah, it's like seeing a shadow, and you see a black shadow in front of you from the sun, and um, but that shadow is very far away, and you can't make any detail from it. It's just a black shadow. But it's the shadow from the sun. I can see the shadow on the wall. Yeah, yeah. It's just a little bit hazy. You can see it from the light. But imagine yeah, that shadow's in the, in the sky, but it's not purely black. It's, you know, it's a little bit, it's like charcoal. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Each to their own, they say, but that's the only way to find out for sure by doing a you know, safe parade and see what happens. Yeah, I want to touch on that too. Like, um, I've got a bit of a bone to pick with it, really, because um, in, like, the stories I've heard, like, you know, people were saying the godly prayer and that, you know, the, the spirit goes away. Yeah, the thing that annoys me with that, like I'm, I'm not really much of a religious person. Like I'm, I stay away from it. I've got no real interest in it because um, I think God's a dick. So, <laughs> yeah, to put it plainly, but um, you know, people pray for these things to go away, the evil spirits to go away. But you know, people everyday lives, they're living their lives. They have a horrible life. You know, like kids could be getting tortured, raped, women, whatever, raped. You know, people get horrible things in their life. Like the world's, yep, the world's yep. messed up. Yeah, you know, some All guys get stabbed or shot. You know, over something so stupid and simple. And here they are praying to God, going, "God save me, God save me, do something, please save me, God." Because they die. all have, they all have faith in the Lord, yeah. Yeah. And as as long as you have faith uh, and ask for acceptance, ask for Him to be in, as I as I understand, ask for acceptance. We can't see Him, yeah. No one can, and. Some people who um I don't know I've talked to people that has who have seen have have seen any supernatural in their life yeah no they haven't and other people yeah I've seen a couple that I can't explain or I've had one thing happen I've seen whatever some people most people say no so it happens to some people yes and some people they don't I can't explain that part I don't know why some people see stuff and some people don't I don't know, I understand but I know that I've seen shitloads man. And I didn't ask for any of this to happen. It just happened, yeah, uh, throughout yeah. the time. The thing know? I'm getting at, though, is like if, on the if wall. God's so good and he can go and take away the evil spirits, why can't he save these women, children, people from getting horrible things done to them when they're, they're screaming to help, screaming for help? As, for him? I, I ask that same question, man. And the way I understand it now as I understand is that because Jesus Christ came to this earth and he was punished a long, back before and he was resurrected um up so um so as he they say the cell out the, okay the one cell that was made on this curve a long time ago they know how 95 percent of the cells constructed but the other five percent they can't make sense of it so that god has made that extra five percent and made the cell kicked off and that's about how us humans come to this earth that 90 percent 95 percent here that they know Yes, there's all those elements, but the five percent is unknown. So they thought possibly that's the reason. It has to be God that made it happen, right? Until they find out how we got on this earth, it's still another mystery. Yeah. Same with uh, another mystery as the the pyramids, how they got came. You got the, the statues in Easter Island, how they the stuff in the past, you know, 
how even the, the, the pyramids, how they aligned with the stars at the yeah. right geometry of the Earth at the same coordinates, just stuff like that. It's all, it's all, it's all questions. But we, we have science that can go back to get so much answers, but we still haven't got all the answers we need. So that's when we go on faith, man. We go on our faith because God, as as they say, they want God. God wants us to ask for ask for, ask Him for acceptance and and pray because and sometimes some sometimes you might have a sign, sometimes you don't. I've seen what I've seen, and I've told you tonight. So, but I haven't seen God. I haven't. I've just seen my experiences, and all I'm doing now every day is I'll just yeah, just continue to do the right thing. Um, and help other people where they need, I guess. Yeah. Just and just do do good things, I guess. You know, not do bad things, and you know, be a better person. That's all I can do for me. And yeah. just tell people my stories and hope that's that's enough to to help people. That's all I can do. Absolutely. You know, so I don't base myself off religion in that sense. Like a lot of people have to have a religion there to go and sort of make them feel like a better person. But to me, I don't yeah. think it. You don't need a religion to define who you are. You're like you can be the better person no. yourself. You can, as long as you're a good person to the person, people around you, and all sort of stuff, and treat the world nicely. You know, that, why shouldn't you be accepted into the whole godly heaven thing? If yeah, that thing is yeah. real, you know, like that. There, yeah, that part. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, that's, so. that's all we need. The world just needs to be good. Um, we need peace, and happiness, that, and then we prosper. Everyone is happy. You know, we. We'll, the world will keep spinning in a happier way. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm battling there. But, yeah, but um, you know, that's all we need. We just need good people. People will be good. Yeah, each other. that's it. Simple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep it positive, and then yeah, keep on making friends. Keep helping people, and people will help you back. That's right. Yeah, Make become a better world. You know. Definitely, definitely. So, um, look, mate. I think we're about on the end, end of the time there. Um, so. Yeah, if there's anything else, mate, you want to add to your experiences or anything about just everyone keep their eyes in the sky and just if there's any clouds, just 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 look at the clouds, you know. You can see in a clear sky, you can see you know, past you'll see the you know, the blue. Um sometimes you might see a little little shiny thing in there, but whatever else. But um yeah, it just can it happens at any time. That's the thing. You, I don't know when it, it'll happen at any time, it'll happen when you're least expecting it, like it happened to us. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're lucky enough, you'll break and destroy your skepticism on the whole subject altogether. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All, all I'm doing is sharing my experience with people that um, that haven't seen it before. I'm just, all I'm doing is just showing people and telling people what I've seen. And um, yeah, I just, just hope that uh, people have yeah, a bit of faith and just, you know, just keep their eyes on the sky and just, if they see something, be, don't be afraid to say it. Yeah, and share your, share your story because you know, I'm sure we're not. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure we're not alone. Especially, especially what I've what I've heard from other people too. Yeah. Yeah, this is why I love having people like yourself come on the show there, who have had experiences there, because people know yeah. these things are happening. People are scared yeah. of what's going around the world. You know, um, so the best thing is to talk about it. You know, make yeah. people realize yeah. that these things are actually happening and make them understand without. This whole bullshit skepticism that goes on behind it, you know, get rid of this whole stigma that it's not a laughing matter anymore. These things do actually exist, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. Keep you got to keep it real, man. Yeah, that's it. 
You know, when I talk about it, it's, I'm just you know, keeping it real. I'm not making up any bullshit. There's no need for bullshit, yeah? That's it. Just go, uh, if, I, if I met Elvis, I'd say, hey, man, I've met him, but I didn't. You know, yeah. I've never met the man. I've never met, I've never met Bill Armstrong or anyone that's famous, you know? But yeah. I have seen what I've seen, and that's, yeah, there's no need for me to make that up. No, yeah. no look, so yeah, no, look, mate, thank you very much for coming on the show, and hopefully, you've encouraged like so many other people to come on. So, thanks, mate. Um, yeah, it's your stories that make the whole thing worthwhile. Like, I'm just yeah. here, I'm just the guy, I'm just the guy that introduced you, and you're you yourself, um, you found many others there. They all have the reason why people come to these shows, want to listen to it because I appreciate that's, it. That's, yeah. that's where the juicy parts are, anyway. That's I, I, that's, I know that's what I know what. We seen is pretty extreme because I know when I talk to other people and us, they go, "Yeah, I've seen something." It's, it's always a light in the sky. It's not extreme like what we saw in the daytime, you know. Especially being that dark rectangle object, you know, and it just answers more ask more questions. How how can they fly so freaking quick? How can they move like that? It's not what we know. It's not like I know, you know. Yeah, you fly forward with aerodynamics, and I mean. Aeroplanes fly forward, the engine pushes them forward into the wind, the wind goes over over the top of the wind, creates a vacuum and it comes up. Or helicopters have a blade that spins, creates uh, pressure, it goes up. Yeah, we know that, you know, but yeah, levitate, fly forward, move up quick. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just, uh, it's just it's crazy. It's really, yeah, well, it's I wish I knew. Way. I wish I knew, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Yeah. It blows everything out of proportion. All logic just doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> when you see these things, it's just got nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I wish I did. I wish I did. I'll say, if I came back and scored another day and it came back, I um, I wish it did come back again. But um, come closer and I'll take a photo next time. I'll share it with you. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully, you've got a GoPro set up. Yeah, yeah. So I have just a GoPro. Have a, I didn't take it with so like, You can't miss it. There's no, there's no <laughs> hiding. No, that's right. No, mate, look, thank you very much again for coming on the show, mate. It's absolutely great having you on here. Um, fantastic experience. Uh, very, extremely unique um, uh, from all perspectives on this thing, mate. It's amazing, to say the least. Um, there's no yeah. other words to really describe it. There probably is. But <laughs> I'm just like amazing. It's just absolutely fantastic. So, yeah, mate, look, again, thank you very much for coming on the show, mate. And I'll no worries. My pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, mate. All right, cheers, mate. All the best. Catch. See ya. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.